Drama on One. Sundays at 8pm. rta.ie forward slash drama on one. Drama on one. My name is Alan Stamford and welcome to Othello in Offaly. Now Othello wants to take action. He's already in his mind and verbally decided that Desdemona must die. He's already condemned Cassio to death. But now he wants to confront Desdemona. It's as though he wants to taunt her with her own sin. And the following scenes display quite an incredible cruelty on Othello's part because assuming her guilt as he does, he never actually tells her what he knows, or rather thinks he knows. He doesn't give her an opportunity to defend herself. He has made the assumption of guilt and condemned her for it. As I said, the rules of civilized behavior are gone. This is the realm of chaos. This is the realm where no civilized behavior can exist. All he wants now is to get some sort of satisfaction out of the moment. And so he starts to talk to her about the handkerchief. That handkerchief did an Egyptian to my mother give. She was a charmer and could almost read the thoughts of people. She told her while she kept it, it would make her amiable and subdue my father entirely to her love. But if she lost it or made a gift of it, my father's eyes should her loaded and his spirit should hunt after new fancies. She, dying, gave it to me and bid me when my fate would have me wife to give it her. I did so and take heed on it. Make it a darling like your precious eye. To lose it or give it away were such perdition that nothing else could match. Is it possible? Tis true, there's magic in the web of it. The worms were hallowed that did breed the silk, and it was dyed in mummy which the skilful conserved of maidens' hearts. Indeed, is it true? Most veritable. Therefore, look to it well. Wonderful, wonderful use of words there. Remember again that right at the beginning of the play, when accused of witchcraft, Othello used his own wonderful capacity of imagination with words to cast a spell over the minds of the Senate to tell a story so beautifully, with such imagination, that they were wooed by him. And here, there is almost that same magic in play. The description of the handkerchief, this wonderfully elaborate story of the Egyptian. We don't know whether it's true or not. It very possibly is true. There's magic in the web of it. The worms were hallowed that did breed the silk, and it was dyed in mummy, which the skillful conserved of maidens' hearts. Now, there's Desdemona, having been given this rather nice handkerchief with, with strawberries embroidered on it, And suddenly it's turned into almost this mystical sort of shroud of Turin, this this terribly important piece of fabric. Suddenly the importance of it becomes enormous, and she already knows that she's lost it and is worried about it. So her fear at having lost it suddenly becomes infinitely greater because it itself has been made more significant by an Othello who already knows she hasn't got it. Then would to God that I had never seen it. Ha, wherefore? Why do you speak so startlingly and rash? Is it lost? Is it gone? Speak, is it out of the way? Heaven bless us. Say you. It is not lost, but what an if it were? How? I say it is not lost. And there Desdemona does a very, very human but foolish thing. She tells a lie. She knows it's lost. She knows she can't find it. She's already told that to Amelia. Amelia, realizing that she's very upset about losing it, doesn't say, well, actually, I found it and gave it to my husband because she doesn't want to make matters worse. So a whole series of circumstances is predicating against Desdemona. And Desdemona adds to her problems by telling a lie. 
Othello knows she's lying. So his response is... Fetch it. Let me see it. Why, so I can, sir, but I will not now. This is a trick to put me from my suit. Pray you, let Cassio be received again. And, of course, she makes matters even worse, in Othello's mind, by not only lying, but then bringing up the subject of, as far as he's concerned, her lover. She turns to Cassio, whom she has promised she will reunite with Othello. She's doing what she believes to be true and honest and honorable, and Othello misconstrues it because of Iago's poison as her defense of her own lover. Fetch me the handkerchief. My mind misgives. Come, come. You'll never meet a more sufficient man. The handkerchief. I pray, talk me of Cassio. The handkerchief. A man that all his time has founded his good fortunes on your love, shared dangers with you. The handkerchief. In sooth, you are to blame. Zooms. And again, repetition, repetition, repetition. The handkerchief, the handkerchief, the handkerchief. All the way through this play, Shakespeare very cleverly uses repetition to hammer home a point. The handkerchief, the handkerchief, all the time. Cassio, 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 the handkerchief. All the way through that scene, building up to a point of pressure where Desdemona breaks. In sooth, you are to blame. And his response is zooms and storms out. Zooms, an abbreviation of God's wounds. It's about the rudest thing you could say on the Elizabethan stage. With all the pressure on his imagination, Othello now falls victim to his weakness, as Cassio did with drink. Othello goes into a brief epileptic fit, and Iago will use this to his advantage. And thank you to Laura Fogarty and to Sean Reefer of Wilson's Hospital School for reading that extract. Drama on One. Sundays at 8pm. rta.ie forward slash drama on one. Drama on One.